me intro. Yeah. Well, hello, you beautiful humans. Welcome back to our podcast. <laughs> I'm Second never letting episode. you introduce this again. <laughs> Second episode. I'm Hell yeah. made this far, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. As before, we got your man, his groove, on the line. And we oh. also got um, my special, my favourite um, co-host. May you introduce yourself, Daniel? I, I am, I am Daniel. He's Daniel. <laughs> Always has been. He's also known as Jack because that wouldn't make sense. Otherwise, it would be the Isgrove Daniels podcast or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might have to change it to that when we get like the MCA. <laughs> yeah, because we'll get sued. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh well. Well. Yeah. Today. The day of um, the middle of February, we will be reviewing one of the best, again, one of the best-selling albums of all time. It sold. I'd like, say probably like, best iconic as well. One, oh yeah, one of it yeah. um, sold 30, 30 million copies, which is quite a feat. First, first album to sell a million copies on CD. Um, oh wow! Voted, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. voted the best uh, British album ever in 1987. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> it's got accolades. Damn. I give you the Dire Straits album, their fifth album, Brothers in Arms. Woo! Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. This is one of my Dan- favourite albums of all time, easily. Fair, fair play, fair play. Mm. Well, I've got opinions about this album, so it'll oh. be fun it's gonna be it. spicy <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be um, um so i guess we get started now um we get started with so, oh, oh you go okay um so um so what we've done again same as last time we've ranked um our favorite songs worst to best and then we put them together with a general average score and we're going to read it from the highest score to the lowest score because the lowest score is our favorite yeah that makes sense well, it's someone's favourite. Um, yeah. <laughs> there are nine someone's. tracks on this album, which is um, a little many. less than last time. Well, the tracks are yeah. really long. Uh, yeah, they are. Like, there's two fair. popping in at eight and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, at number nine, we have come to the decision of putting Ride Across the River. Um, oh, my watching. <laughs> I put, I put this at number nine. Isgrove put it at eight. Um, I don't actually know what to say about this one because, yeah, you, you say some things. It's quite, it's like, it outstays its welcome so much. It, it comes in at seven minutes and the whole focus is that... <laughs> and it just keeps going through that for the entire flipping seven minutes. And after a while, it actually does your head in. And oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Not it, yeah, it did wind me up. The, the lyrics aren't fantastic. I was listening to it just before um, we started the recording. And then I was like, is, is the record broken? Because <laughs> <laughs> it just kept, it kept doing it and doing it and doing it. You've got to make it, sure it was a good song. It had nice rhythm, good lyrics. It just, yeah, it got, the repetitiveness was quite annoying after a while, like you said. I don't want a solo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah, fair enough. But it just, it just drags on. Yeah, 
which in my opinion is a big downfall of this album, which we'll get to quite a bit, but mm. yeah, it's stretched out too much. Christ. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, next up, we have One World. I put mm. this at six. Isgrave put it at seven. I don't mind it. I don't yeah. mind it, but it's a bit bland. <laughs> it's like, um, it sounds yeah. really quintessentially 80s yeah that's a good point honestly it comes it comes after like two of the mammoths like really (laughs) yeah (laughs) and it just like comes in (laughs) and it i don't know it it lifts the rap it lifts the spirits of it quite yeah it does yeah um i I probably should have put it higher (laughs) if i'm honest (laughs) Every every eighties album always has that one track that's like way too eighties, if that makes sense, like <laughs> Robert Palmer style. <laughs> and I'm like, it's yeah. like, it's, yeah, it's like there's no need for it. Like, I get it; it was the eighties, and electronic music was getting into fashion. But like, Shut it, yeah, we just we just lost like guitars and instruments when we got to like the nineties because it what? was all electronic by then. I don't know really because you had like Britpop and grunge in the nineties. Oh yeah, yeah. People like Oasis and Chili Peppers. Yeah, they yeah. they were sick. Fun, Absolutely. fun fact actually about this album to do with like digital whatever. It was actually the first album to, re- to be recorded on a um, digital twenty four track tape machine. It was. Yeah, I, fa- yeah, I find that interesting. Yeah, because not Nofla always loved like really pristine sound recordings or whatever, and like. Mm. He wanted to do best of the best, so he did something. Yeah, he um, did. Yeah. Don't reckon that will take off. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad tune, One World. It's quite short. Yeah. It's quite snappy. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's, something, it's something to tap your feet to, isn't yeah. it? I mean, <clears throat> I, I wouldn't put it on for the purpose of listening to it, but if it came on, I wouldn't skip it. Oh, yeah. I say that about a lot of stuff. <laughs> That one especially. Yeah. Yeah, it's just got there. Yeah. yeah. Right. I want to introduce uh, this track because I actually quite I think it's decent on, and you you think it's under it's underrated as hell. Come on. It's underrated, yeah, but it just it just this one was really complicated compared to other Your latest things. trick. I just think it's really cool. <laughs> it yeah. It's it's absolutely amazing. Just, one of my favourites on the album. To clarify, I put it you um, one of your favourites, you put it at eight. <laughs> right, yeah, but it's, it was really difficult to choose where it had to go <laughs> because of the other tracks on there. Yeah, four. I put it at four. I think oh, the sax line is just sexy. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> the way that I, I now the way that they incorporate it with um, the trumpet and the guitar and the, oh, the yeah. keys. You know the trumpet, the trumpet player and the saxophone player who played on the tune were um, brothers. Oh, right. Yeah, I know. I did not Quite know. Quite neat. This, yeah, this one was really hard for me to choose because it's such a great tune. And I did seven drafts of my ranking <laughs> to come to the conclusion. And then I decided as soon as I sent it to Osgrove, yeah, I'm not happy with it. <laughs> and then we had no time to change it. <laughs> oh, well. I, re- I, I really like, like this tune, personally. I think it's one of the best on the albums. You can't. Yeah. It does drag on a bit at the end. If I'm honest, that's the case with a lot of the album. They've like do the first 
first half was the actual tune and then the second half is just whatever nonsense they decided to keep in the track <laughs> yeah it's weird like that it's weird and it's even worse if you have the cd or the cassette yeah. on the vinyl they chopped it down a little bit yeah they uh, did and yeah yeah this one was fourth on the album yeah it? fourth tracking yeah so it came after Walk it came after the, like the three big singles pretty much yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Number six, six is Man's Too Man's Strong. Man's Too Strong. Yeah, I, I put this at five. It's good put what it I feel six. like about this album a lot is there's a lot of... There's almost like a bit of a country influence just going very slowly through a couple of the tracks, and this is definitely one of them. Oh, yeah. It's like... It, there's no... There's no big drum. There's no big drum machine. Like... Like the... Tunes. Yeah. It's like... Almost a horn section, but I don't want to call it a horn section because people probably can't. Yeah, I get what you mean. But, yeah, it's... I got big Fleetwood Mac vibes from this. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Yeah, like those kind of folky country. Yeah. AOR type people, pop rock. It's it's cool. It's a cool track. It's like like One World. Like, you wouldn't go to put it on, but if it comes on, you wouldn't skip it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Again, it's like um, the Fleetwood Mac song it reminded me of was um, "Never Going Back Again." Oh yeah, because it, like, it it just sound the the instrument just sounded like the um the intro of that. Song. Yeah, it might be the same key or something. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Fleetwood Mac, I just wanted to say after the recording and up um publishing of our last podcast, which was on the album Rumors, um my par my parents were like, "I dare you to grow your hair like Lindsay Buckingham." <laughs> I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah. Go on. They were, they were, they don't reckon I'll do it. I, uh, I will prove them. And then you could be cool and um, exclude Mick Fleetwood. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Anyway, Uh, about Fleetwood, Mac. Number rubbish. Number five. Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay, this is gonna go. Honestly, River and absolutely forgot it for flipping life. Yeah, at number five. Baby, what I say is walk of life. Yeah. Now I put this at number two, so this was in my top three. But Isgrove put this at nine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Isgrove, I'll let you run on. Go on. What are your reasonings behind why this is your number nine? Reminds me of. I get vibes of genuinely. I get like train vibes from this. Like, it's like, it's hard to describe. It's it's really fast paced and it just gets on your nerves. There's no, there's no bringing it back or anything. The, the synth line is so flipping annoying. (laughs) What, who, who who thinks of something like that? I don't know, but like. I, uh, I can understand why you don't like it, and I will admit to the fact that it is incredibly over. so annoying. But 
it's just so it's so easy to like connect with in a way it's easy for you to enjoy and it's something oh, that you'll hear people whistling on the street now. what i'd say yeah that's totally oh no i mean like the rhythm and the like how it goes it i think it's just i yeah again another one of my favorite songs on yeah. the album yeah. it was it's yeah i get too many cash I love vibes it. yeah i yeah i get you there <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know how about the two um, Ray Charles references in there. <laughs> well, yeah. I see. now I've got a woman. Don't, yeah, don't, don't, don't bring Ray Charles back to your level. Yeah, leave Ray That's alone. Bizarre, like, Jesus, my man Raymond, he's got nothing to do Raymond. with it. Did nothing yeah. wrong. Better not. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't like. like Again, yeah, like you said, the synth is a bit like annoying. And again, it was the eighties, so you can't not expect to hear a synth. Yeah, but in an there's some tune I can't take away from the eighties. It's yeah. just physically impossible. Absolutely. It, it's um, yeah, to, like to MTV. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number. What are we on now? Um, Oh, they're talking about MTV, but then I've realised, oh no, it's not next. So sort it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm title track. Um, yeah, title track. Brothers in Arms comes in at number four. <laughs> I put this at number seven. Is put it at three? It's, it's so this was in the top three. If you read the lyrics, yeah. it's actually quite a quite a moving song. If you think about it, it's talking about like, oh yeah, wartime, yeah. and the whole. It's it's an it's it's an epic. It's clearly an epic. I had, I read yeah. somewhere someone referred to it as the wish you were here of the eighties, and I totally get that. <laughs> wow! Like I can hear. Fair, fair enough. That. Yeah, so could I. I mean, it's um, it's a good song, but it it did shock me. I thought it was very very slow for Dire Straits. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Totally, and um. But yeah, it is a beautiful song. It does take quite a while to get into the lyrics, or am I thinking of a different song? Uh, you're probably thinking of all of them at once. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, I've, but one thing I will say about this track, again, the it's like the first half's all the lyrics and that, and then the second half they just waffle, and then just it fades out as if nothing happened. It's like you're building up to something yeah. that never actually happens. <laughs> Yeah. But with this track, it's a bit more, yeah. it's a bit more um, believable, if you could say. I can see. Yeah, that's a, yeah, good it point. It takes you up to heaven. It literally takes you up to heaven. It's, it's a great tune. It's a great tune until it fades out. Absolutely. Wanting more. That's all right. Yeah. three picks of the album Brothers in Arms. At number three, I'm shocked at this one, because I put this at number one. It's going to put it at... No, yeah, it's going to put it at five. I'm not saying it's bad. It is... Um, it's Money for Nothing. Money for Nothing. Despite Shoot. it being 
eight minutes long. <laughs> eight and a half. <laughs> it's one of my favourite songs. Like, yeah, ever. it's iconic. Because it's so much fun to play and it's iconic. It's iconic. Yeah. It's it's great. I like I put it at number five, but I do think it's a good tune still. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I put it at the like, top. This is my, one of my favourite songs in the album, yeah. I think. But like I said with the, in the rumours thing, like, in my opinion, like, recognise recognizability doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to go, like, balls to the wall for it. Like, with the chain. Oh, no, absolutely With the chain, not. I put that at four. This goes at five. See, I put that at one. Yeah, I know. So I put, I put, it, I put this one at five. Um, it's yeah. definitely decent. It's um absolutely. I'll I'll get hyped to it. It's I I play the riff all the time. I love the riff. It just hits you. And yeah, it's like it's got a really interesting tone. Yeah, as well has. Oh it? yeah, yeah. Because it's like slightly overdriven, and then like it sounds like a wah pedal. I think there is a wah pedal. He like mm, put the but like not up and no, down. No, he put just like in like step. middle position and just kept it that way the whole way. It's quite yeah. interesting, and apparently, but it doesn't quite sound like it's in the middle though. It sounds like it's like on the bridge of like in the middle and not in the middle, like a quarter of the way. <laughs> yeah, apparently it was something to do with like the miking of the room as well, because the guy, the engineer who um, set it up, he forgot to um, move all the mics around from the day before, and the tone just stuck. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's good that it did because the tone is amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's really difficult to match. I I've been trying for ages. Well, I don't know. I've got a Line Six JM4, and it's got a preset for this tune. And it sounds pretty accurate. Yeah, and I find that incredibly <laughs> rude. It sounds. <laughs> yeah. So I just also paying attention yeah. to the music video of this tune because, and just I don't think I've the, seen it. Have you not? Oh, oh mate, it's for no. um, CGI music videos. Oh. Damn. Okay, I'll have to watch it. Before CGI, but oh yeah, it was the eighties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the CGI was worse in the sixties, though. I just oh. remember the film Psycho. That was awful, <laughs> but it was a really good film. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't look like really blocky and awful. Well, you watch it, and you will tell <laughs> tell me otherwise. You know. well, I love Sting's part on this tune. Can I shut up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then when I did it at Live Aid, that just hit different as well. Man. Number two. Um, my number one spot, because this this tune's underrated. I don't think it was really... I put it at four. I think it's underrated, definitely, but it's not that underrated. Single, mate. Why Worry is mm. a great tune. Absolutely. Unlike maybe like Brothers in Arms or... The, um whatever it actually keeps the mood the entire way through and it it doesn't overstay oh uh, yeah it's it's eight and a half minutes Absolutely. which is so long so flipping long but it feels like yeah four. i want yeah. it to feel like 50 it's, it's one of those songs that you enjoy it's that that song is pretty much the definition of time flies when you're having fun because it doesn't feel like it's been nearly ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Feels like like two has gone yeah. by, and it actually, it actually builds past the vocals. Drums start yeah. coming in. It's like really subtle drums, but it's it's so cool and a little like melody. 
the descending one that it just repeats for each other. I love it. I love every second of it. Yeah. The reasoning why I put this at number four is because, yeah, I absolutely agree that it's underrated, but I don't think it's that underrated to put it at like the top three. If that makes I don't know, mate. It's better than Walk of Life. <laughs> That's a joke. Opinions That's is a joke. I, I love your opinions. It's so great. Oh, yeah. Listen to the whole album if you haven't. Like, that's what we're supposed to be promoting. <laughs> well, well, we'll discuss that. I got. Mm. Yeah, Why Worry's so good. The guitar passes in the past, whatever. Number one. Yeah. Number one. It's sort of a tie, number one. Why okay. Worry and this tune. Can I put yeah. it? Two. So our top pick, pick, our top pick for today's album, Brothers in Arms by Dire Straits, is so far Seriously away. Track. Very relevant now. today, am I right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Um, I remember, I remember dropping the needle on this on the album for the first time, and I was just like, "Oh, I was in awe." It's it's such a great tune. <laughs> it just draws you in immediately. Yeah. And it's such a it's such a catchy hook. It just it's yeah. bliss. It's bliss. Oh. It has a really the, yeah the slide guitar. I think it's like it's uh, not. It has the, it's not. Is you, it not? You know what it actually is? The synthesizer. Really? It's a synthesizer made to sound like a guitar. Oh, what, what the beginning yeah. bit? Do do do. Wow. No, the do 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 do. Yeah, that yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the bit where. I, wow. Like, yeah, I know. I I'm in Gen- shock. I, genuinely, I, when I found that out today, I was like, "Geez, all right." All wow, right, that is very interesting. <laughs> well, whatever it is, it has a very interesting tone, and it's very catchy. Mm, totally. Nice and sharp. Yeah, the yeah. harmonies are great in the back. Yeah, I put this at number three. I put it. It's going to put it at two. two. I did consider it for my one, but my worry is just so yeah. great. Oh, is this true? Good point. That is very oh, is good point. Yeah. I mean, they're all fantastic. I, but... mm, mm, <laughs> I don't know. Wow. No. Oh, dear. I mean, yeah, it's complex. Me and Isgrove have completely different thoughts about, like, songs. On we have, like, and the same and, and um, completely different music taste. It's quite funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I like Yoko. It's, it's hella confusing. So far away from me. So far I just can't see. So far away from me. You're so far. So, so overall, um, what what would you rate this album out of ten? Papa Luba, baby, what I'd say. Uh, <laughs> what would I rate out of ten? I think I'm going to go with. I don't know. You go first. I can't decide. Okay. Um. And we'll be right back after this break. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think I might have to say 
a seven. All right. It's it's fantastic and the tunes are incredible, but I don't think it has that same vibe as Fleetwood Mac because oh, yeah. I put that at eight. Yeah. I, w- I would have eight for this as well if it had like the same vibe. It didn't have Walk of Life and Ride Across the River. <laughs> yeah, the same energy. <laughs> I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna give this album a six because okay. I don't. Okay. I personally, I don't think it's phenomenal. It's got its flaws. It's got its high moments. It's got really yeah. high moments. Like White Absolutely. So Far Away, Frozen Arms. But it's also got Walk of Life mm. and Ride Across the River. And all. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's no concise wow. um, um, direction through the whole album. In my opinion. Yeah. And it's just, it, it's, there's a bit of filler here and there. And every, yeah, that, that's completely And every fair. track, there's flipping... First half's the vocals. Next half, you got the instrumental. Every time. <laughs> yeah. All my days. Every, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Personally, um, I think if you were trying to get into, into Dire Straits, I would probably go for a Greatest Hits album first, and then I'd recommend oh, yeah. it straight to um, Lower Gold, because that is a great album. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Mm. Right, saying it right here, right now. Telegraph Road is one of the best songs of the eighties, probably top five. Oh, I just, okay. I just said that. Phenomenal. <laughs> All right, we might have to end it here because you're starting to whistle Am again. I? Yeah. Oh, okay, so I guess we'll have the cut there. We'll, we'll cut this bit out yeah. for like a few seconds of the of so far I'm away, waiting. and then. We'll get straight into this intro, I guess. Outro, rather. Yeah. yeah. When's, um, just tell me when the whistling's gone. <laughs> okay. Um, well, that concludes um, today's episode of the Jack Daniels podcast, reviewing Brothers in Arms by Dire Straits. Um, overall, phenomenal album. Um, would definitely recommend. And, yeah. It's got its flaws. Next no, week. Don't say- yeah. It's We're got not saying next week. Uh, no, we're not going to. I'm not going to say next week. What I was going to say is that next week is going to be a very interesting one. I'm going to say we've got a special guest. So, well, we do have a guest. Our first, our first guest. guest. Um, I'm very excited. So, um, so yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, when I haven't, I haven't heard back from him yet. But either way, it's going to be very interesting. <laughs> so, stay tuned. Next week premieres at don't, 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 on Wednesday at six time. p.m. No, no, it will premiere when it does. It should premiere at 6pm on Wednesday. <laughs> um, but thanks so much for listening. I've been Daniel. I've been joined by Jack sure, today. Yeah. And um, yeah, well, we'll hope to see you soon. Baby, when I get down